What is up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you ever have trouble talking to people? You know, maybe after a lockdown and COVID, it seems a little bit more difficult or challenging or nerve wracking. Maybe it causes anxiety. Take a look because we're going to talk about how to talk to anyone on this quick fix. I'm Danny. Hi, my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Did you ever have trouble talking to people? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of funny because I uh, I guess I would classify myself as an introvert. Like I, I regain my energy by being alone, but I'm able to put on being an extrovert. So like, but it's, it's always a battle in my mind of like, oh, I know I should say hi to them, but then I'm like, but I'm an introvert. I don't need to. And so it's like a, a constant battle that I have going on. Every but I'm day. an introvert. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, it's so funny that whole distinction. I feel like, cause like, I, I feel like an introvert, but at the same time, I also don't really mind talking to people either so i don't know what that means i don't know if it's just i'm sure there's middle ground too for things but you know whatever well it's 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 almost funny because you know i put off talking to other people because i'm so busy talking to myself in my mind it's like i'm not i didn't it's not that i'm not talking it's just like i'm <laughs> yeah. talking everything going on up here instead of just talking to somebody else yeah i have a constant it's like a constant stream of just stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's hard sometimes it is yeah Ah, well, that's good. Well, so today we're just going to share three tips for how to talk to anyone. I'm going to start because it's my week. So uh, my first one is actually pretty straightforward, but I think it is it is valuable, which is just practice starting conversations, particularly with strangers in like low stakes situations. So like what I mean by that is like if you find yourself waiting in a long line, turn around to the person behind you and be like, hey, you know, what's up? And just start something. Start a conversation talk about the weather, talk about the line, whatever it has to be. Just start it and just doing that, I think, because like I do that sometimes. And it always reminds me that pe most people want to engage in a conversation. Like most people will willingly, happily just continue the conversation because they want to they want to talk too. they don't want to stare at their phone. So I think it's a really good method. You know, <laughs> that's a that's a great point, because it's like so often it's almost it's almost the rare exception that somebody doesn't want to. And when they don't, you're just yeah. like, OK, fine. But like almost every yeah. time you initiate a conversation other people just keep it going there. Everybody's dying to have a conversation, to have people ask questions about yeah. them, but everybody's too shy. Yeah. And, it's like, and it makes them happy too. You know, it's like you, you get a chance to like be the center of attention for a minute, you know, which is nice. Well, okay. So, so short little funny aside. Yeah. So we can have a nice 20 minute long. <laughs> quick. <laughs> so we can extend like, this. So I was working at a co-working place and like, I made it a habit to just say hi to people in like all of those awkward scenarios, like you're both at the water cooler or the coffee machine, I would just say, hi, I'm, I'm Randall. Or like you're both going to the elevator, I would just <laughs> say hi. And so there was this one dude who like he was working there for like three months. And he's like, the whole time I've been here, you're the only person who says hi. Like, what's wrong with everybody else? And I was like, how many people have you said hi to? And he's like, none. I was like, well, there's your answer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good situation too though because that's a co-working space it's not like you it's not like you even have that like you know association of working at the same company or anything so that's like dude everybody's yeah. there because they're lonely from working at home like they're tired <laughs> they of being be by themselves, by themselves. Yeah. they're dying for companionship it's like that's yeah. the only reason why most people go to the gym or go to any social events on like meetup anything because people are just dying of loneliness they're dying for anybody to ask about them yeah, it's really not hard. Once you start, it's like you see you realize that immediately once you do it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that brings me to my first one, which is 
focus on the action, not on the results, because the results are out of your sphere of influence. You have no control over what the results will be. So like a lot of people won't say hi because they're afraid of uh, some negative outcome or something like that. They want, they, they, they'll never tell the girl that they're attracted to because they want, they're afraid she'll say no or something like that. But that's completely out of your control. You never know how it's going to get, but a hundred percent of the time, it won't happen if you don't just say hi. So like focus on the action and for saying hi to people, it's like such a low barrier of entry because I learned like everybody's like, but what's the perfect line? What's the, what should I say? Like <laughs> what? And it's just literally, I just say, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. That's all I say. And that's all you ever need to say. That's it. Yeah. It's simple. That's like a really good one too, though, because you, you make a good point about not focusing on what's out of your control, which is what everybody imagines and worry about. They worry about this, like being embarrassed or like, I don't know what kind of reaction they worry about because like, most people saying hi, I mean, like, even if they don't want to talk, they're not going to be mean to you. And like, Wait, it's the fear another... of embarrassment because that's like, really, that's that like borders on the fear of death. And like, you, you, you feel like you're going, embarrassment feels like you're going to die. Like you imagine you equate it with yeah. death and yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's so funny though, too. Cause it's like, it really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't take action, you know, or if you take action and it doesn't work out, I mean, you're really in the same position you were in before anyway. So it's not like you didn't lose anything. You mm -hmm. you didn't like you're risking very little in this case, which is why I think, you know. Yeah. And also and also the hi, my name is a little bit of a persuasion trick because it's like, you know, when you go to the used car dealer, they offer you like coffee or cookies or whatever, oh, by yeah. giving you a little gift first. You feel obliged that you have to return it. So you give somebody first your name. No, Number one, you're starting the conversation. But number two, you give them your name. All of a sudden, they feel indebted to you. They feel like they have to continue it. That's good, too. It's also an easy end, too, because they can say their name. You know, you can kind of get things mm -hmm. rolling. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I like that one. My second one works well, I think, with that, too, which is, you know, once you walk up and you say hi, just ask questions about them. That's all you, you really literally. It's like this is actually the easiest thing. Let them lead everything. Let them if you want to try, you know, if you're nervous, let the other person lead the conversation. Just ask questions about them and ask. We all can ask questions about people. You know, it can be what do you do? Where are you from? Why are you here? Whatever. You know, I mean, just general open ended questions and let them answer. And it's a great way. And people love talking about themselves. They do. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. So I think, you know, asking questions and most people, like you said, will feel obliged to answer as well. They'll also give you an answer. And that gives you a starting point, too, for further conversation. Well, dude, I mean, just look at like the fame brain. Everybody wants to be a celebrity so that people yeah. just like want to know more about them. So you just ask yeah. about people and that like fulfills the basic need that everybody has of being important. And also like a, a little twist on the asking questions. One thing that I like to do is make assumptions about people because like you, you just like you look like you're from this place or you, you know, oh yeah, you, you yeah. look like you look like you're a gymnast or something like that. Because number one, you're right and you blow their mind. They're like, how did you know that? Or you're wrong and then they just fill in the information for you. And so it's it's like it's a no lose, but also it doesn't feel as uh, as demanding as asking questions. Hmm. That's interesting, too. So you're giving like, yeah, you're giving an answer sort of for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Discuss. And, and it's cool because <laughs> like it, it's cool for me because like sometimes I'll get these like, I'll get these inclinations, like a little silent voice inside of me that tells me something about someone and I'll say it and it's a hundred percent spot on and they're blown away. And I'm also blown away because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. where did that come from? 
It's like the, it's it's this am pattern I, recognition. Am I better at reading people? Yeah, 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 yeah. That you just we could really... all be Sherlock Holmes if we just gave ourselves a minute to listen to our intuitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So my second one is don't worry about negative results. So like most people stop themselves before they even get started because they're worried about a negative result. And this is something that I got from doing like pickup for a while, approaching girls. Because no matter what, it's a numbers thing. Every once in a while, you're going to have like a terrible, terrible blowout experience. Like something really, really bad is going to happen. And it's it has nothing to do with you. Like that's, no. I think that's the biggest thing that stops people. People think that a negative reaction has something to do with them, but it doesn't at all. It's more indicative of what's going on in the other person's reality. And so like, if you don't worry about the negative things and uh, just kind of, just kind of get past them because the the negative results are actually one of the best things for you because they tell you immediately that this person's not for you. You don't have to waste your time. So like you go say hi to somebody and they're completely like negative, whatever. They may be having a terrible day or maybe that's just their personality. I mean, who knows? But the thing is, it tells you immediately. You don't have to waste any more of your time. It tells you immediately they're not for you. You can move on to the next person. Yeah, that is a good one too. And it's important not to worry about that. I think you're right because like, like you said, you know, too, I think there, there's very little to lose. And if you get the negative reaction, you can just walk away. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to deal with it. And it also teaches you, too, that it's not a big deal. That reaction is not the end of the world. Because I think so. a lot of people do worry about that, too. And it's like, or they worry about, like, getting in a situation. They imagine situations. And it is really funny how much we kind of, like, our imaginations dictate, like, stop us from doing so much, you know? And I think those negative reactions, like, you're going to hit some and it's okay. It doesn't really matter. You just you move on you even say sorry and you know whatever <laughs> and it's and, and it's something that's not easy the first time like the first few times it happens it's like it feels life-threatening you're like oh my goodness something's wrong with me but then it just happened to me the other day and like i i was just like so grateful with how my perception how my mindset has changed over the years because i remember back when it first happened i was mortified i was it took me like took me like days to get over this time when it happened i was just like wow that's a weird person like instead of thinking it was about me, I was like, <laughs> that person's fucking weird. Like, so just like getting getting with that and just getting over it, being like, okay, maybe they're having a bad day, maybe the situation wasn't whatever. But like, that's it. And it's done. Yeah. Well, wait, it's the master blames no one, right? You have to blame no one. Mm-hmm. You let them be, you let yourself be, you move on, right? Yeah, Absolutely. that's a good one. It's true. It is funny yeah. that I do really quick, I mean, what yeah. you mentioned too about like, you know, with age, I am grateful because I do think that does help a lot. Like I remember when I was Definitely when I was younger, like in my teens, early 20s, you do, you're way more conscientious about like what other people are thinking and how they might judge you and stuff. So it does seem harder to do these things and it does get easier. And I wish, you know, looking back, like, it'd be great if you had the mindset you have now then because it would have been so much easier to just get through like regular things, you know, like even when you have to talk, like I know people that even when they have to talk to somebody for a specific reason, they still get nervous. And it's like, you know, working on overcoming that is such a big you know, it's such a useful thing to have because then it like it just makes your life so much easier. Those anxiety and stress is, is reduced in all these encounters you have to deal with every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my last one. Um, and this is really for like any kind of conversation, but find common topic or ground ahead of time. So this could be anything from like, you know, well, you're at a you know, you're at a baseball game. So you have common ground right there. Right. Or like, you know, you're at work or whatever. Just find something that kind of you can use as a starting point and like a an anchor topic to help you with the conversation. So, you know, this is something you like, you know, they like it. That's a good starting point. 
or like you said like if you go you know if you join a group for whatever photography or surfing or something because you like those activities you know everybody there likes that so that's a good way to have a conversation right it's easy there's similar interests yeah and it's 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 such a good point to find the common ground because like if you think about when you're talking with somebody who's already a friend you have these like threads that you share common interest in and when you start talking about that there's no effort in the conversation you're actually just waiting for your friend to shut up so you can say (laughs) the next thing (laughs) but it's like but like finding that with the new people that you're meeting that allows you to instantaneously access that like friend level connection and yeah it makes it super easy it just makes it like feel natural right and that gives you like i think that makes it so much easier to start learning how to talk to just anybody yeah absolutely so my last one is uh the five second rule and i'm not talking about when you drop food on the floor pick it up within five seconds (laughs) i'm talking about so like mel robbins she has a book called the five second rule and basically Anytime you have a thought or an impulse to do something, just count down from five. It's important not to count up. Count down from five, five, four, three, two, one, go. Because the longer you wait, and really it's only about five seconds that you have, the less likely you are to do it. So like when you have that impulse to meet somebody, like you're both standing waiting for the elevator, five, four, three, two, one, go, do it. Because if if you wait, you're never going to do it. Like people, people think that the longer we wait, Maybe, maybe I'll get the confidence I need. Oh, I just need a little bit more confidence. Oh, maybe next time. It's never going to happen. It's always in that moment. And it's funny because the things that we actually want are in conflict with our emotions at the moment. So, like, we want to meet more people. We're lonely. We, we want to, like, have strong relationships in our life. But every time we get to that situation where we can meet new people, the emotion comes up that says, I don't want to do this. And it's like, that emotion is in conflict with what we actually want. And it's just learning to overcome that emotion. And it just takes five seconds. So like, if you haven't, I would recommend reading or listening to the book five second rule. Cause it's really great. She goes into the whole theory behind it, but like as simple as that, just count down five, four, three, two, one, do it. And the more you do that, the more trust you gain in yourself and the better it ends up being. Yeah. I was going to say that is cool. Cause it, it's about building trust in yourself, you know, trusting your like instincts, but it's also those kind of like, tools or like little mechanisms or tricks they're good too because they make you think about something else that can help you like forget about your emotion for a minute like you remember the countdown from five rather than oh my god i'm nervous or whatever right and it helps you kind of just get over that because really it is like it is really just like it's like just taking that step forward once you do it the ball's moving you're good but we hold ourselves back so much and make it so difficult and i think you're right it's like our emotions like literally are constantly in conflict with the lives we want and the people we want to be and you have to learn how to like get beyond them. Otherwise you're just stuck and it sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's why I laugh so much because like for thousands of years, we've been focused on being these rational creatures. Like that's all philosophy talks about how we're supposed to be rational. Yeah. creatures, And yet all the time, we're just completely dominated by emotions. Like we're, yeah. we're literally emotional creatures with like a hint of rationality and, and a brain that says I'm rational. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, <laughs> mostly a brain that says I'm rational. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny isn't it it's like i don't know we're like a constant walking contradiction oh, totally. you remember something too you know that that five second rule also remind me too that like uh kierkegaard says too right if you don't cho- choose you have to remember that life goes on so the choice will be made for you and i think that's another good point like counting up from five makes you make the choice before the world makes it for you where you lose the opportunity right the person you don't mm-hmm. see the person again or you end up doing something else or just too much time passes you know so yeah that's a good one. Dude, that's a great point. Like we think we'll have another opportunity, but it's 
rarely ever the case. You never know, right? You never know. And, you know, yeah. So it's definitely do it now. Anyway, so that is our quick tips before we go In on. In our long forever. fix today. <laughs> Another one. Uh, how to talk to anyone. You know, guys, if you... Uh, Listen all the way through. Check us out on YouTube. Listen wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back later this week with another full-length episode. Please like, share, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And until then, later, man. Later, Danny.